Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I just wanted to come and give you a word real quick, okay? Um, fam, you, you can't trust in your own understanding. You can't go off of what you think is the right thing to do. Trust God in all things. Trust in God with all things. Okay? Don't go off of, oh, this doesn't look like a bad idea. Or that doesn't look bad. No, seek God. Seek God. The first Bible verse I want to take you to is Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And it says, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine all examine secret motives. I give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Let me tell you something. When you begin to trust on your own understanding, when you begin to trust in your own wisdom, your heart will fail you every time. People... Take the grace of God for granted. Yes, he is rich in grace and in mercy. Yes, you wake up each morning with new mercy. Yes, God showers you with grace. He gives everybody, each person, a measure of grace. That is all true. But if you are not transforming in your life and you're just using God's grace and his mercy and his grace for to fulfill what you think is right and what you think is good, you are going to be cheated out of your promises and your purpose that God has gave you. You have to really sit with the Lord and allow him to reveal to you, for him to reveal to you what the plan and purpose is over your life. You can't go searching nowhere else because nowhere else has that answer. You have to go to your creator. There is no reason that you should be going to astrologers or tarot card readings or what are they called? Whatever else is apart from God. Fortune telling and all that. You don't have to go. Those are lies that's being spoken into your life. And you know what happens when you open yourself up to those things? These demonic spirits now have access to kill, steal, and destroy. They now have access to go and produce what that that person just spoke into you because it's spiritual. It was a spirit behind that person that spoke these lies to you and you received it. And you'll begin to believe that, oh, yeah, all of the things happen. It's because you opened yourself up to the demonic realm. And now they are sending you a strong delusion. I pray that that delusion be removed from you in the name of Jesus. 
I'm going to keep on reading. Like a partridge that hatches eggs, she has not laid. So are those who get their wealth by unjust means. At midlife, they will lose their riches. In the end, they will become poor old fools. But we worship at your throne, eternal, high, and glorious. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who turn away from you will be disgraced. They will be buried in the dust of the earth, for they have abandoned the Lord, the fountain of living water. See, some people will go to God and he'll quench their thirst for that moment. But they forget that they will become thirsty again. And then they begin to just go to God to get that, that, that one thirst quenched. And then they forget about him. Then they, 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 they forget that he's the fountain, that he produces this living water that he wants to fill you with. Some people just take a sip and they be like, okay, that's good enough. Seek God wholeheartedly because there is traps that are set before you. And, and truly, truly, you'll be thinking that you're doing the right thing. But that's because your heart is deceitfully wicked. You will really think that you were doing the right thing. If you're not with in communion and fellowship with the Lord constantly, your heart will lead you away from God. And, but you'll be believing that you're coming closer to him. But it's a delusion. Oh, Lord, if you heal me, I will be truly healed. He said, if you heal me, I will be truly healed. If you save me, I will truly be saved. My praises are for you alone. People scoff at me and say, what is the message from the Lord you talk about? Why don't your predictions come true? Lord, I have not abandoned my job as your shepherd for your people. I have not urged you to send disaster. You heard everything I've said. Lord, don't ter- terrorize me. You alone are my hope in the day of disaster. Bring shame and dismay on all who persecute me. Don't let me experience shame and dismay. Bring a day of terror on them. Yes, bring double destruction upon them. Mm. It's knowing who your source is. You got to know who your where where your source comes from. God says his people perish because of a lack of knowledge. They don't know God. So they perish. He is abundant in in knowledge and in wisdom and understanding and he wants to give you revelations. But let me tell you something. It's a dangerous thing when you open up this word and you receive it humanly. When you hear scriptures like Acts and you will receive. If your heart is wrong, if you don't ask God to give you, give you the desires of your heart. Not I got desires and now I'm asking for you to, um, to answer them. Give me, give me, give me the desires I have in my heart. No, God has to literally do some heart surgery in you. And he has to take out those desires that are not of him. And he has to literally, he has to, he has to put in the desires that serve the purpose he has for you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. 
you will be deceived by your own heart. And let me tell you something. Flesh, this flesh is never pleased. It always wants more and more and more and more and more. The flesh wants what makes the flesh feel good. Yes, God loves you. He wants what's best for you. But what can he do if you won't give it to him? If you will not surrender to him, what can he do? Wholeheartedly surrender. And say, you know what, Lord? I can't do this. Hmm. This is what the Lord said to me. Go and stand in the gates of Jerusalem. First in the gate where the king goes in and out. And then in each of uh, each of the other gates. <laughs> Say to all the people, listen to this message from the Lord. You kings of Judah and all you people of Judah and everyone living in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. Listen to my warning. Stop carrying on your trade at Jerusalem's gate on the Sabbath day. Do not do not do your work on the Sabbath, but make it a holy day. I gave this command to your ancestors, but they did not listen or obey. They stubbornly refused to pay attention or accept my discipline. But if you obey me, says the Lord, and do not carry on your trade at the gates or work on the Sabbath day, and if you keep it holy, then kings and their officials will go in and out of these gates forever. They will always be descendants of David. There will always be descendants of David sitting on a throne here in Jerusalem. Kings and their officials will always ride in and out among the people of Judah in chariots and on horses. And this city will remain forever. And from all around Jerusalem, from the towns of Judah and Benjamin, from the western foothills and the hill country and the Negev, the people will come with their burnt offerings and sacrifices. They will bring their grain offerings, frankincense, and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. But if you do not listen to me and refuse to keep the Sabbath holy, and if on the Sabbath day you bring loads of merchandise through the gates of Jerusalem, just as on other days, then I will set fire to these gates. These fires will spread to the palaces, and no one will be able to put out the roaring flames. So Lord, he's talking about honoring the Sabbath, right? And you see where he, he's given a choice. He's giving you a choice. And your heart can steer you wrong because you're in your flesh. You have a lack of knowledge of God. So you feel like you got to go out and you got to do this and you got to do that. And you got to do this and you got to do that. But God said, just rest. Honor this day. Keep it holy. Remain in me and I will remain in you. Don't carry on like the rest of the week, but choose to set this day apart for you and for me. That's what God wants. But he said, he gave a choice. He said, if you remain to do it, I'm going to set fire to the gates. And the fire will spread to the palace and no one will be able to put out the roaring flames. It's a choice. That's why you got to say, Lord, I put my heart into your hands. Creating me a clean heart, Father. Not my will, yours. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will, Father. Mm. It was another thing I wanted to talk about. Hold on real quick, fam. So, fam, let's go up a little bit higher to verse 5. This is what the Lord says. 
Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhibited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. He puts before you a blessing and a curse. Cursed are the ones who believe that they can rely on their human strength, who can rely on a human. That You're cursed. You're, you're always going to live your life barren. You're, you're not going to be producing any fruit because your sinful nature can't produce the fruits of the spirit. But blessed, blessed are the ones who make the Lord their hope and their confidence, who don't trust in even themselves, but they trust in God. You can't go by what you think is the right thing to do. You got to go by what's the God thing to do. Listen, what would Jesus do? Some of y'all need to buy one of them bracelets. What would Jesus do? Look at that constantly. What would Jesus do? Mm, Okay. Let's go to Isaiah 55. Okay. Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. God said, come to him with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. Hold on there. It got real for a second. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it got real for a second, but I will keep going. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfilling love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples? I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know. And peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. 
The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. It will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song and trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns and cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name and will be an everlasting sign of his love, of his power and love. So your thoughts ain't nothing like his thoughts. Your ways ain't nothing like his ways. Just how the heavens is higher than the earth. So your ways, his ways is higher than your ways. And his thoughts is higher than your thoughts. You got to come up higher with God. You can't stay down at where you at. You got to come up higher because he's nothing like the way you think. The way he think is nothing like it. Like I, he had told me to go listen to this, to this um, video that had popped up on my YouTube, he's like, go watch it. I want you to see how easily my people can be deceived, how easily my people can be influenced into to doing evil, how they have a lack of knowledge of me. They, they don't, they, they have a lack of my word. It's been a famine in their land. They haven't got the word of God. And that's what I'm telling you today. Do not be deceived by what's, what you feel like is for you, what you feel like your purpose is. But you got to seek God in all your ways and he will direct your path. Let's go to Matthew 6, I believe that's how we're going to close this out. Matthew 6, we're going to go down to verse 33. And it says, seek the kingdom of God. Above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Seeking first the kingdom of God, and living righteously, and his righteousness, his righteousness and living righteously, and he will give you everything you need. You you feel what I'm saying? Seeking God, seeking his righteousness. You will have everything you need. Everything will be added unto you. Listen, I'm going to read you a little higher what Jesus said. He said in verse 22. Hold on, hold on. Wait, I got to go up higher. Let's go to verse 19. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them. And where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy. And the thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desire of your heart will be. So wherever your treasures is, whatever you trust in them, whatever, whatever you, you, you have a heart for, there's the desire of it. Where your treasures is, is where your heart. So if you treasure the things of this earth, your heart's here. But if you treasure a right relationship with God, right standing with God, being in the will and purpose that God has over your life, when you have that desire, right, your heart's going to be with him. Choose to have your desire, God. Let that be the one thing that you want. Be willing to give up everything else. 
He's your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. If the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. So when when you're just blatantly claiming you can see, but by the evidence and the fruit in your life, you're really blind. But you think that you can see how deep that darkness really is. How, how blind you really are. It's okay to be like, I don't know what I'm here for. It's okay to say that. It's okay to be like, I don't know my purpose. Listen, you're admitting that you can't see. But when you be like, oh, I know. And then you're living a life that has no purpose in it. Child. How deep that darkness can be. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. You can't have you can't you can't have two masters. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and isn't your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. Today I want you to look at the birds. <laughs> They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to Him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? I have a I have a quick story about the birds. The birds. So I got a patio, right? It, it's a bird's nest inside my patio, and I feel like God is very strategic. <laughs> because the other day we'll just see them flying into the patio, flying out, right? So I think like it's the mama bird preparing her nest for her babies. But I listen, I ain't looking in it. I might look in it. I might let somebody like one of my kids or something look in it because they like that kind of stuff. But I was like, well, I was like, this bird about to get kicked out because you you can't stay here, right? But then I felt convicted in my heart because I'm like, this is the bird's house. <laughs> right i'm just watching this bird as it flies back and forth it it really is booked like it's booked it's getting it's house ready and god's just providing he's just providing like it's, it's no sweat off the bird's brow it's just going off getting with knees and it comes right back and it fills his house how can a bird a bird have faith like that. What what more faith should we have? A bird knows that oh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get what I need. God, God's going to provide. The bird is on his Abraham bag flying out saying God will provide. And it's coming back in and I'm seeing the bird is being provided for. And it, it just it's a constant reminder, right? As much as I don't want that out there, it's just a constant reminder of God's faithfulness. <laughs> it's God's faithfulness. And then it's another, I have another story. So I was out driving one day and it was raining and I had got out of the car. And when I got out of the car, it was like a flock of geese. And y'all know that them geese don't play, right? So I'm like, oh my goodness. I had to tell the geese. I was like, listen, I got to get in there. So listen, you going, we going to have to just, we will have to coexist right now because I need to get to where you at. So, you know, cause I had to walk in my authority 
So the geese moved out of my way. So I'm like, thank you kindly. So then as I'm going back into the car, the geese is like walking around. And I just see one of the geese just like stop and take a drink of water out the puddle. And I'm like, God, you really provide for the birds. <laughs> I was in awe. Like, God, you're, the word is true. Scripture is true. It, how more important are you to God than a bird? But yet God provides for the birds. <laughs> the bird just trusts. The bird was like, I'm thirsty. I'm going to give me something to drink. But some of you are, are you, you, you try to go out and fill your thirst by other means. When God says, I have fountains of living water. I will, I will fulfill your thirst. You don't have to go nowhere else. If the birds can trust me, why can't you? Why don't you feel like I can fulfill this thirst? I, why do you feel like I can't fulfill this need that you need met? Why do you, why do you doubt me? Hmm. You gotta think about that. Why do you doubt him? The bird, listen, I'm just I'm sitting on my couch right now and I just watch the birds flying into my patio. I can see it from where I'm sitting at. And that's just God confirming it. Like if they can trust me, why can't you? Hmm. It says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more Aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if they care... And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Why do you have so little faith? And like that, that's another word that is fulfilled because for Mother's Day, my kids got me some flowers, right? And, And they're dressed beautifully. And they ain't doing nothing but blossoming. Like, they're just using what God gave them. And people admire flowers. They want to buy flowers. They want flowers in their house just because how God has clothed them. So if God will do that for the flowers, why will he not do that for you? Why will, not, why will God not clothe you with strength? Why will God not clothe you with dignity? Why will God not really give you clothes in, in, in the physical Right? Why would he not believe? It says, so don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. So that means everything else. You seek the kingdom of God before everything. And and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Mm -mm. Today's trouble is enough for today. Sorry, that was my my kids was about to start talking. And you see I'm recording. You're going to have to sit here. You're going to have to wait until I get done. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. So don't worry about tomorrow. Focus on today. Go into prayer today. Don't worry about nothing else, okay?
Today, today, God is offering you salvation. Today, God is saying he wants to quench your thirst. Today, God said he wants to remove your iniquities. Today, God said he wants to remove them shortcomings. Today, not not next week, not, not a couple years from now. Today is the day of salvation if you will receive it. Okay? Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your provision, God. That's first and foremost. I thank you for your provision. I thank you that because of your sacrifice, Lord, that we are able to come to you and receive what you have for us, Father. I thank you for your abundance and grace and mercy, Father. I thank you that you just Give us the wealth of abundance in our life, Lord. But, Father, I'm praying for this child receiving this word, God. I'm praying that she begins to lean onto your understandings and not her own, Lord. I'm praying that your will will be done and that your kingdom will come in her life, Father. And that everything you have spoken about her becomes so, Lord. And I just want to give your name all the glory, Lord. I say take you. Yeah, I take, take all the honor. take all the praise. And it's in your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, I'm going to let you go. Because <laughs> first of all, these kids, they, they acting like they don't know how to be quiet. So, and plus this word is just over. But they still the deal that this word is over. So, I love you so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.